Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to Creative and What podcast. My name is Ola Papier, and with over 20 years of experience in the dance world, I feel that creative minds need some attention. The main purpose for this podcast is to encourage both you and myself to discover new perspectives in the world of a creative being. Join me while I'm questioning what we know to expand our vision and create a better future. Hello, beautiful people. This is Ola Papier here, and you're listening to Creative and What podcast. I'm so excited to finally start this. You know, it took a while for me to make it happen. I had to get ready, I had to prepare myself, and I had to have a long conversation. Very soon, you're going to find out what kind of conversation. But we're here now and we are getting started. So today's first episode is going to be an important one because it's going to include my journey of how I actually started it and what was my struggle to make it work. And that kind of struggle are going to relate to everything creative. You're going to see how and you're going to see that this kind of problem or maybe not a problem, but hardship (laughs) it's something that we all experience and I hope by the end of this episode you're going to have an idea of how you can work with it or work around it or find a solution for your problems in a similar way. So when I first got an idea to create a podcast it simply felt like the right thing to do. Genuinely I've been learning so much about myself and questioning so many things in my life I figured why not make it the next step it's gonna be great and hopefully it will help someone to maybe find a new perspective like I did so the feelings were good the feeling were amazing and I was thinking there's only good things that that can come out of it and then I spoke to my friends and then I said it out loud I'm gonna create a podcast As soon as I said it, I put it into the universe and I felt showered with so much doubt and so many insecurities and this voice that kept on questioning everything I do, like, is your English good enough? What are you actually going to say? No one's going to listen to you. Why do you think you can do this? So, so many things. And I know that voice very well because... It's my da-da-da-da inner saboteur. And this is the topic of today. That voice, that inner saboteur, that is a part of who we are. You might have heard also the term of inner critic. How you want to understand it is absolutely your choice. There's no right, no wrong. Everyone understands their brain and how they are differently. For me, I feel like inner critic and inner saboteur... They're like twins. (laughs) So they're not the same person, but they're very, very pretty much similar. So for me, in a saboteur is the one that just makes you doubt yourself and makes you just question everything you do. The inner critic is just the one that always has something bad to say about you. (laughs) So to be fair, the agenda is the same and they're both not very nice. So today what I'm going to try to do is just dig deeper a little bit into inner sabotage 
you can also apply everything to the inner critic or both together, however you're going to feel it's best for you. We're going to try to dig deeper about what is it and what we can do about it. What are the ways that you can help yourself to make the conversations with the inner saboteur a little bit better? And hopefully by the end, we're going to leave with more understanding of ourselves and maybe we have something to try next time they appear in our lives, you know? I think for the longest time, the way I worked is I tried to ignore the inner saboteur and not let it tell me anything. Literally, as soon as the inner saboteur or his, you know, twin brother in a critic appeared, I put them into the locker, close it, throw away the key, not look at it. And to be fair, I think it might have worked for some period of time when I was really busy, when I had lots of quick decisions, when I was younger, when I didn't have as many responsibilities right now. And I kind of had my had my career figured out. Yeah, well, I, okay, when I look at it now, I want to laugh, but let's just leave it there. When I thought I had my career like figured out. But then obviously you live and you learn. At some point, I found that this is not sustainable. This is not going to be a way I can live my whole life just to throw away this voice that's a part of me. It's very tiring. And sometimes because that voice is so loud and it talks so much, it's really hard to shut it down. There are also these situations that you make a decision and then there's a certain time until you're going to make an action on that decision, right? For example, in my podcast, I made a decision I'm going to make the podcast, but until I've learned how to do it, until I did the intro, until I got ready, until I got a gear to do it, it took me some time. So then that inner saboteur from the moment I had an idea to the actual action was on the full force, right? So how do I like just every time it comes back, throw it into the locker? You can do it once twice maybe three times but if you do, if you have to do it like 300 times ain't nobody got time for it that's very tiring and that's a lot of pressure on yourself to make it happen another interesting time when the inner saboteur pops in in the full force is actually when we are winning this for me is the craziest part because you will think like okay i won so all i'm gonna have is this amazing feeling and nothing's gonna you know take me now I'm a king or queen of the world you know like I'm the best now I have no worries whatsoever mate we couldn't be more wrong you know the inner saboteur is just waiting for any moment you're gonna feel good about yourself to pop in and knock you down you know and for example like simple thing as this I've applied for something the other day And as soon as I sent the application form, I wasn't thinking, oh, would be good to get it. Or maybe if I don't get it, I could work on something. I wasn't even thinking with my inner critics. I wasn't thinking like, no, I'm not good enough to get it. What I was thinking is, oh my God, what if I get it? What if I actually going to win? Am I ready? I'm going to have to prove myself. They're probably going to figure out that I'm not good enough. My God, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I'm so stressed. Like, how crazy is this? I sent the application. And I'm not going to even hear from them for like a month or two. But I was already thinking, what if I'm going to win? And I was already stressed for it. And I already didn't want to didn't want to win. 
what is this? You know, it was so funny. I had to literally go to the kitchen to talk to my flatmate and tell her about it. At this point, I already knew who the voice is and what's happening. So it, I didn't let it affect me, but I had to voice it so I can hear it again because I had the conversation in my head then I had to voice it out loud again because for me, it was very strange, you know, but it's happening. Same thing might happen when we achieve something, you know. For example, for me, it would be to go somewhere and teach or go somewhere and judge or do something that I always wanted to. And then even that, which sort of gave me like great feeling and that's it, already like fulfillment, makes me feel like, oh my God, maybe I'm not good enough to be there to, to in that position. Maybe I'm going to go there and I'm going to flop, you know. It's trying to like the inner saboteur is coming and trying to take away my cup of tea. You know, it's my cup of tea, but the inner saboteur is there to like rip it from my hand, you know. And the other one, which I know like probably like 97% of you who are listening had before, is the one when we're trying to rest and chill. So even if you're like on your dream holiday, right? You finally saved your monies. You went on a dream holiday. You're chilling at the beach. Next to your thingy is your phone. You take your phone. You scroll through Instagram. You see people do shit. And you think to yourself, shit, I'm here laying down, doing nothing. And people are doing stuff. My God, I should be doing stuff. Maybe I go do stuff. Maybe not. No, maybe I will. I have to because I'm not going to have anything to go back to. And that conversation right there, not even a conversation, it's one voice. It's one voice just constantly like putting it all in our head, you know. The fact that we cannot rest because the inner saboteur is just waiting around the corner to come in in front of our face and tell us these things. You You shouldn't be resting. You should be working because everyone is like you see. I'm telling you, that one, I had it a lot. I can, I can guess, but I'm like probably sure that you had it too. I think especially in this COVID times, we were all pushed or maybe even motivated, you know, to, to search for new things, to create new stuff and just jump into things that maybe were not comfortable for us before. And I encourage it. I'm always all for it because I know how hard it is. And I understand what it took from me to do certain things. So whenever I see someone trying to push for something new, I'm here for it. Because I know that conversation with the inner saboteur is a long, you know, again, it takes time from the idea to the actual action. I think the key question today in this podcast is... What the hell are we going to do with our inner saboteurs? How do we make them visible? How do we make them friends, not enemies? What to do about them? I think the first step to success is acknowledging that the inner saboteur is not you. It's not who you are. It's a part of you, yes. But it's separate from your true inner self. A lot of times I use visual, visualization in this point because in this way you can have a conversation, you can imagine having a conversation with someone in front of you 
rather than like the voice inside you. So it kind of tricks tricks the brain a little bit and it just helps you. That's how easy it is. And when I first said at the beginning of the podcast, I was trying to ignore it. I realized that it's kind of like having a conversation with someone that opinion you, you're not fan of, you know. Imagine there's someone that wants to share their opinion with you and you don't want to listen to it and you just close it before they even start. You just leave it. You're never going to know what they have to say. You know, you're never going to know their perspective. And who knows? Maybe they actually had something important to tell you. Or maybe they had different perspective that you needed. It's a very valid point here. Because sometimes we don't want to hear things that are uncomfortable for us. But it's exactly what we are supposed to hear. So it's the same here. When you try to shut down your inner saboteur, you completely switching away from what they might say. And you might be surprised because sometimes they're actually going to give you good clues to what you need to do in order to prepare well for something. Even taking this podcast as an example, my inner saboteur was telling me about my English, was telling me about what do I have to say, and it kind of makes me th- made me think, yeah, I do want to prepare a little bit better so I can get my point across better, not just jump on it like at first point I thought I will do. So without that voice, I'll probably just go with the flow, which we want to do. But the inner saboteur and inner critic can help us to make the right choice or to be more aware of what can go wrong. And this is some, sometimes very important and very helpful, I would say. If you only look at the, the world through pink glasses, you're not aware of any danger that might come your way. If you actually take the glasses off from time to time and see the true colors, you can kind of understand where you should be going, not just blindly follow one path. That's why I feel first would be acknowledging and then actually trying to make a real conversation. We want to talk through this stuff. We want to have a dialogue when you're in a saboteur. If this is going to be only one way you're in a saboteur talking at you or to you, you're always going to feel overwhelmed because it's one-sided. Only a conversation when you can listen to each other can make something work. These conversations with our inner saboteurs are the ones that we're going to have for the rest of our lives. So the quicker we're going to understand how it works, the more we're going to be able to gain from it. I hope that makes sense. What's going to help you to make these conversations more valuable and what might might help you to understand them more is knowing yourself more. That's very important and as easy as it is to say, the more you know your moments when you're in a flow state, when you can feel that this is you and your sabotage is staring at you separately, not being a part of you because you know who you are and what you want and what you stand for, the better this this kind of entanglement is going to be because it's a kind of relationship as well. 
for example, for me, I know I have a strong intuition. Intuition is something that really helped me through my life and what helped me, what helps me make my decisions and I can see it really working for me. So whenever I have a conversation with my inner saboteur, I come to this conversation with a backpack filled with intuition. I let it help me. I let it give me that force of bringing me back to myself within that conversation so I can really be there and I can really listen and I can really think if there is something I can take on and if there is something that helps me. So the more you're going to understand what your strengths are and how you are as a person, what helps you on everyday basis, what helps you make a decision, the better this kind of relationship is going to be as well. The last thing I want to add to this, just as a reminder for you and for myself as well, is that especially arts and creative things are always going to be subjective. There's always going to be an opinion about it. And I'm saying this because I grew up as a dancer thinking that there's always the right thing to do. There's the right thing to go about it. Um, being perfectionist, trying to just better myself in every kind of way, which pushed me, but also made me freak out a little bit. And I had to understand that there's different perspective on things and there is no right thing to do when it comes to art. It's your thing that is the right thing to do. I'm going to repeat this. Your thing is the right thing to do. That's just something I really want you to take away from this. And the more you know that, again, the better you're going to be prepared for your conversation with the inner saboteur. These conversations that we're having with ourselves and with others are very extremely important. You remember I told you that I had those thoughts. I had this conversation with my inner saboteur and I had to go to my friend and tell her about this so I can hear it again you know it's not enough to think sometimes only when you only when you have a conversation you can reinforce the things you are thinking because th thoughts are getting overwhelming are being overwhelming sometimes you know if you just sit there and listen to your inner saboteur just keep chatting to you and it's only one way you're going to be overwhelmed you're going to have to answer to have a conversation, to see the dialogue, to maybe have a moment to think about it, to maybe question what you're in a saboteur saying. So it's always bouncing back two ways. When something is only one way, it's always going to be too much. So again, having conversations valid. It's going to be either in your head or outside with other person. So yeah, beautiful people, that was your first episode ever of creative and what podcast i really hope you enjoyed it and really important thing for me to add to this if this episode in any kind of way made you think something new you have any questions you want to expand the conversation about it really make sure you contact me you can email me o.papier at gmail.com I really want to hear your side I really want to hear what you think if it's something that's new fantastic if it's something that you know a little bit more about or you've been thinking more into it fantastic let me know and very important as well, if there's any other things you feel it's good to mention, any other topics, any other things that you're struggling with in the creative world, any doubts, any worries or any ideas or any 
opinions that you want to question or question question or any basically anything you heard this episode is the first one if there's something you feel it would be nice to mention please email me share this with your friend share this with everyone you think they could benefit from hearing about this topic and can't wait for the next one much love my name is Ola Papier and this is creative and what podcast see you soon can I say see you soon that's really weird now I'm just gonna leave it doom doom doom